Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome to the broadcast. This is Patrick, and we're, I'm going to be your host for this next broadcast of Prayer International Radio. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we just give you all the praise. We give you all the thanks. In the mighty name of Jesus, we lift up your name by the power of the blood. We thank you that, Father, you're in charge. That, Father, every, let every yoke be broken. Let every chain be destroyed. Oh, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you that, Father, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. It is not by might nor by power, but it is by the Spirit of the Lord God. And, Father, we thank you that you've given us great things. You've given us good things in the Spirit, Lord God, that you've deposited it in an account for us in Christ and that it is now available for us and that we can transfer it by the prayer of faith, Father, we can ask for the inheritance that is ours and that which is ours in the Spirit can be transferred in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, that faith transfer agent, Father, and we pray that uh, you'd build up our most holy faith in the Holy Ghost, Lord God. We pray, I pray, Father God, for the impartations of revelation to come upon the people of this broadcast, those who are hearing that they would hear with that ear that you've given them. That same ear that heard your voice for salvation is the same spirit that speaks to them for sanctification, Father, that they will hear a voice behind them saying, this is the way, walk ye therein. Lord God, let them hear the voice of the shepherd. Let them know who they are in Christ. Let the understanding of this inheritance come upon them. Father, they would not know themselves as paupers, but they would know themselves as kings, that they are in the court of the king and that they have authority and they have the wealth of your health and your divinity, Father. They have the wealth of, of spiritual gifts, Father. The spirit of Christ is the spirit of prophecy and that, Father, we know the future because he who knows the future dwells in us and can speak to us and tell us what is ahead of us, Father God, to, to warn us so that we can divert our way and go to a place of safety before destruction comes. So, Father, I just pray a hedge of protection round about everyone listening to this broadcast in these turbulent times, Father. We thank you that angels encamp around about us to guard us and keep us in all our ways. He dwells in the secret place of the Most High, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Nothing shall by any means harm you. You've given us power to tread upon the lion, the serpent, and the scorpion, Lord God. We thank you that all things work together for our good. And we give you the mighty praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, I wanted to talk to you before we go back into worship uh, a little bit about the word. We're going to go to it an obscure book called Philemon. Paul wrote this to a brother in the Lord when he was in prison. And he said a phrase in here that shows the heart and the will of God. This is Philemon. It's a, the book right before Hebrews. And it's verse 6. And it says, And I am praying for you, says Paul, uh, will, that you will put into action the generosity that comes from your faith as you understand and experience all the good things we have in Christ. And so uh, the King James says, uh, acknowledging every good thing that is in you, that is in Christ. And 
Jesus said, why call ye me good? There's none good but God. And the Bible says there's nothing good in us, but God has, that, that is in our old nature, but God has put Christ in us. And when he has put the Christ dimension in us, Christ is an infinite realm of infinite resources, of infinite power, of infinite possibilities. And he has planted that in you as a resource, as a seed that you have available to you uh, good things, things that no eye has seen nor ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things that God has for those who love him and keep his commandments, but he has revealed them unto us by his Holy Spirit. And so it says here in Philemon verse 6 that God would have us to understand, and not just understand, but also to experience all the good things that he has already given us in Christ who is in us. It says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. So if God's put a seed in you, and this glory seed is the person of Christ, he wants that seed to grow and to bear fruit and to multiply and to subdue and take dominion over the darkness. This seed of Christ in you is a, is a seed of light, a seed of hope, and he wants it to overcome and to shine and to chase away the darkness of the world, subduing and taking dominion in his power. And so God would have you to understand. He would have you to experience. He would have you to know what is yours in Christ. And then in, in uh Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, this is in the New Living Translation. It says, And the same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches which have been given to us in Christ. So here we're talking again about that phrase, in Christ. And it says that, Paul's talking here and he says, God, you know, the same God who's taken care of me has already willed the supply of all of your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ. Past tense, God's already seen all of your needs. He knew your end from your beginning. And he said, you know what? I'm going to supply all of your needs even before you know what you you have need of, even before you're born in Christ. I've already looked upon your life and seen it from the beginning to the end, and I've already supplied in my son your every need. And uh, so these glorious riches that have been given to us in Christ, and it says, remember in Philemon, it says, understand and experience all the good things we have in Christ. God has already given to you your needs, and he wants you not just to understand that, but also to experience it, because what good is it to give your children a bunch of presents and never have them open them? The joy comes when your children see the presents, and they open them, tear off the packaging, and their face lights up at the... uh, the contents that are supplied to them in that gift. And so if you as earthly parents would uh, see the joy of your children and, and desire that joy, joy of supply coming to them, how much more does your Heavenly Father 
seek to put your, uh, the gifts of all your needs supplied before you in Christ and wanting you to open and experience those packages of all your needs being met. It says in Psalm 139, O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down-sitting and my uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassest my path and my lying down and art acquainted with all my ways, for there is not a word in my tongue. But lo, O Lord, thou knowest it all together. You both proceed and follow me and place your hand a blessing on my head. So God knows your life through and through. He knew it from the beginning. He knew the end from the beginning. He knew every circumstance that you would ever come against in your entire life. And he was there for you in Christ, supplying the need for every circumstance, for every heartbreak, for every failure, for every attack, for every need. There is a supply that's already been pre-supplied in Christ for this very hour because before you are standing here experiencing what you're experiencing, feeling what you're feeling, God already went before you and experienced that future, having seen it, foreseen it in Christ, and having stocked up the su- supply of what you would need in this hour, whether that's strength, that's hope, that's love, it's material or financial, whatever, God has already gone before you to stock the supply shelf in Christ of what your every need would be before it ever happened. For it says, there is not a word in my tongue, O Lord, but thou knowest it all together. Before you even know to pray to ask God uh, for your needs to be met, he's already met your needs. He already knows. And uh, he, it says he knows your, when you sit down. It says it knows, he knows when you, you rise up. He says he understands your thought from afar off. So if you're in a situation and you're saying, how do I get out of this? Guess what? God's already been there. He's already been there, done that. And uh, he already knows the path. He already knows the secret way out of whatever it is that you're involved in that you need help with. Because that's how powerful he is. That's how much of a loving father he is, that he has completely compassed your path. He has completely compassed your lying down and... He's acquainted with all your ways. He understands your thoughts. He searched you, and he knew you. He knew you, your end from the beginning. So you're completely x-rayed by God. You're completely per, uh, perceived by him, and he doesn't just idly sit there and passively sit there and go, oh, well, I guess, you know, my child is starving. My child is hurting. Uh, my child is in need of this or that, and I'm just going to sit here, and I'm just going to watch him just not going to do anything. But no, what, what does the scripture say in Philippians 4.19? It says, in this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been, past tense, given to you in Christ. So that's powerful. And so, Father God, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus that you have supplied powerfully, that you have supplied uh, masterfully, Lord God, uniquely and precisely our every need, that, Lord God, you have sought us out, and when you found us, you rejoiced 
over us, Lord God, as you brought us unto yourself. Father, we give you the praise in the mighty name of Jesus that you've compassed us about. You're acquainted with all of our ways. You understand our thoughts from afar off. Father, you know when we sit down, when we rise up, and before we even know to pray and ask you for something, behold, lo, O Lord, you know it all together. You've perceived it, Father, from afar, and you said, I as a heavenly Father will supply gifts, and I will put contents in these gifts, and I want to see my children unwrap these gifts by breaking the packaging open by faith, and I want to see their faces light up as I in that moment of need, of their need being supplied, will see the joy come across their face as they see what I've hidden in darkness for them, even those deep things, those secret things, those treasured things. And so, Father, we praise you that you have supplied wonderfully, Father God. You have supplied beautifully for us, Lord God. And so we thank you for this beautiful thing that you've given to us in Christ, even every good and perfect gift, as we give you the praise and worship in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
Something tells me that we have an army in here tonight. Is this the gathering of the willing ones? The ones who freely spend their lives out of love for God, for His glory, so the earth can be full of the glory of the You dance over me while I am unaware. You sing all around, but I never hear the sound. Lord, I'm amazed by. You dance 
And we're back. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you that you are our rescue and that we will follow you, Father God. We will find strength in your spirit. We thank you that there is strength in your glory, that, Lord God, you desire for us not only to understand your glory but to experience it, Father, in the now, in the present, Father, that it is presently available for us to access even all the benefits that you've given to us in the person of your Son, Father, we unwrap those packages and we receive the gifts of supply. We thank you for spiritual gifts that we can build your kingdom, your body up, Father, and we pray that you would show us what our spiritual gifts are and sharpen us in those things that we might uh, be a blessing unto other members in the body of Christ to strengthen and to impart. So, Father, we praise you for your glory. We praise you for your presence. And we thank you that, Father, the Spirit of Christ is here where two or three are gathered together and we agree for physical healing. I speak healing upon people who are in need in the mighty name of Jesus. Rise up and walk, be healed. In his name there is a supply, there is a glory. There is an inheritance for you as a child of God that is already yours. It is not taken from you, but it is gifted to you. And Father, we receive that by faith for those who are sick and infirm in body. And we declare them healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ. And we thank you that our finances are healed as well, Lord God, that you wore, Jesus, the crown of thorns, that the sweat of uh, Adam's brow is no longer something that's upon our brow for that sweat, that that. Uh, hardness, that impossibility to be able to get ahead and make money. Father God, we thank you that that has been crushed in Christ, that Christ was that rose crushed upon the cross and that we now have the sweet fragrance of the financial supply that Adam once knew in the garden of Eden, Eden in that original glory, that Father, we no longer have to work by the sweat of our brow, but his, his brow was pierced with the thorns. And the blood was shed to cover, Father, the sin that caused such hardships and poverty to come upon our lives. Therefore, Father, we rebuke the spirit of poverty off of our lives and we declare victory, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus that you have brought us into this glory. We praise you for it, Father. Amen. It says... In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 5, And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. didn't say that it might be revealed, but it says it shall be revealed. And remember what we read earlier in Philippians 4.19. It says, And the same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. Now, do you as a parent only supply some of your children's needs and not all? Do you just say, you know, I'm not, I'm going to feed you, but you have to sleep in an alley, you have to sleep outdoors, and I'm not going to give you a house to live in. No, you give your kids a house to live in and something to eat, and you supply their needs. And if you as an earthly parent do that, then how much more has God seen all of your needs before they ever happened and has already supplied and met those needs with his supply which he calls his glorious riches in Philippians 4.19 glorious riches his glory 
And then it talked about in Isaiah 45, it says, And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh shall see it together in the mouth, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. And God has spoken that his glory shall be revealed. The glory of his riches, of the supply that is hidden for you in Christ, shall be revealed so that God can get glory and honor and praise at the providing of your needs and meeting your supply. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it, and God does not lie. So this is the grace, it says in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 9-13, through 13. It talks about this grace and this glory and this supply and these riches in Christ. It says this is the grace that should come unto us. And it talks about the glory that should follow Christ's cross. And it says, talks about the things that are now reported, even the good things that are hidden for us in Christ. And it talks about the grace that is brought unto us at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So there is a glory and a grace that is to be experienced, not merely understood, but to be experienced in this present lifetime, not later when you go to heaven, but it shall be revealed. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed in all flesh. That's talking about now in flesh time and on time on earth, not later when you're in the spirit in heaven, but all flesh right now shall see it together. Whether you're saved or unsaved, people are going to see the glory of the Lord. You're going to see it in your life as a saved person. And other unsaved people are going to see the supply of the riches of Christ met in your life. And it's going to be evangelism. And it's going to draw other people to the gospel through your life, seeing your rich supply. All flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. And if God speaks it, then it's done. And he doesn't lie. Has he not spoken and shall he not make it good? Has he not said it? Shall he not do it? So this is the grace that should come unto us. This is the glory that should follow the cross of Christ. And these things are now reported in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 9-13. through 13. It talks about things that were being reported. And these things are the good things in Christ. And that was 2,000 years ago in 1 Peter. So this grace is to be brought unto us at the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the glory was opened 2,000 years ago, and we see it in the book of Acts. We see it in Peter's letter. We see it in James's book. We see it in the life of Paul and John the Revelator, the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ, the great I Am, the first and the last, was opened up 2,000 years ago. There's no, we're not waiting for uh, his glory to come. His glory is already here, that which Isaiah prophesied of. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh shall see it together. It has already happened 2,000 years ago, the, the manifestation of Christ in his person and then in his 12 apostles and then in 120 in the upper room and then it spread throughout the whole city of Jerusalem and it covered the known world and they said the whole world is turned upside down because of the gospel, because of the glory that is revealed by the gospel. Let's take a look at that. John, or Romans chapter 1. 
verses 16, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. How would you like to receive the impartation of God's righteousness to get over bad habits and to live a moral, ethical, holy, and righteous life? These impartations, this righteousness is our gift in Christ. It is revealed unto us by the gospel, which is the power of God unto salvation. And as many as receive it, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, to be, do, and act, and think as Jesus did, to become little Christ, to become Christians, as they are first called in Antioch. And so, Father God, we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for the glory of the Lord that shall be revealed, that it is meant to be experienced now, not later. That, Father, you have willed the supply of all of our needs, which have already been met in Christ Jesus, that have already been foreseen and foreknown. And I pray for those packages to be opened for all those who are listening, Father, that there would come joy upon your people of, of what has been packaged and recessed and set apart and set aside before they were even born, the foreknowledge of God knowing where you would be and what you would be experiencing and feeling. God supplied a way out. For Father, you said you would make our crooked ways straight. You, had, you said that you would level mountains and that uh, those that are low would be uh, brought high, Father God. They would be exalted that, Father, you would show the blind a way out. You would make a path where there seemed to be no way in the Red Sea, Father, and Pharaoh's army would be drowned behind us, that you would make a way of escape. Jesus, we thank you that you are the way maker, and we praise you for this in the mighty name of Jesus, that, Lord God, you have provided a way out. You have made known your heart unto us, Father God, and we thank you. Father, that your heart beats for us so much so, Lord God, that you have supplied our every need, having foreseen it and having known our lives from uh, in from the beginning, Lord God. And so we praise you for this in the mighty name of Jesus and thank you that your heart beats for us. Amen.
about ancient doors and opening up the gates. So let's go to that one. That's Psalm 24. It says, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Well, your mouth is a gate. And God said, Open wide your mouth, and I will fill it. In Psalm 81, Lift up your heads, O ye gates. And be ye lift up, you everlasting doors. God's word lasts forever. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but his word will never pass away. And the king of glory shall come in. He comes in through the word. And earlier we were talking about uh, glory, that God has supplied all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. 
and it says, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And then it says in Psalm 24, the king of glory shall come in. But how does he come in? How does the glory become revealed? It says he comes in through the everlasting doors, which is God's word. And it, he comes in through the ancient gate. The ancient gate is scripture. And Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 9, he said, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. And so the word is the door. It is that gate. If any man goes in, uh, he shall be saved. And so you have to open up the word of God. You've got to open up faith. You've got to open up your mouth and decree the things of Scripture, the things of God. Remember the foundation for decreeing, which is Romans chapter 10, verses uh, 10. It says, For the, with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. First Peter one nine receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. The end of your faith, the end product of your faith is the salvation of your soul. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Salvation comes, the king of glory comes when you when you uh, lift open the gates of your mouth and open up the door of the word of God, which is that ancient gate, and uh, you go through it, you enter in, and you will enter into Christ and all the good things that are hidden for you in Christ, even acknowledging every good thing that is in you in Christ. That was our first scripture, Philemon uh, 1.6. So we have access by faith into this grace. God prophesies of the grace that should come unto us, the glory that should follow the things that are now reported, the grace that is to be brought unto us with the revelation of Jesus Christ and the end. And uh, we have access by faith into it. And this faith, Jesus is the author and the finisher of your faith. You could never uh, believe on God without God coming to you and imparting the gospel. We can't get saved except by the gospel. And we can't get ex uh, sanctified except by the gospel. For the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. It has to be through the door of faith. It has to be through the gate of his word. And the king of glory will come in. If we open wide our mouth, he will fill it. And so praise the Lord. It says in Colossians chapter 1, verses 26 and 27, even the mystery that hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we rejoice, stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. 
your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And my God shall meet all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So that's the pattern. God wants his glory to be revealed and experienced. He wants us to understand and experience all the good things that we have already supplied for us in Christ. And we open that by opening up our mouth with words filled with faith, with words filled with power, with words filled with the strength of the Lord Jesus Christ. And through that word, through that gate, the King of glory will come into your heart. He will come into your life. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness and supply, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation and revelation of his glory in your life. So open up your mouth, open up that ancient gate, and the King of glory shall come. He shall come through your faith, through your confession, through your decree, through your steadfastness in Christ, and he will be revealed, the glory of the Lord. For it says that this mystery of his glory has been hid from ages and generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known. He desires to make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, the hope of every need being met, the hope of all the gifts of the Spirit, the hope of the gift of prophecy and of power and the ability to speak to your enemies uh, and watch them fall, to be able to speak to the source of your issues and problems and to uproot it from its very source of darkness by speaking the light of God's sword into it, to destroy it, to pluck it up, to root it out. In the mighty name of Jesus, you have got power, you've got strength, you have got glory, an inheritance of his glory has been imparted unto you, has been assigned unto you. God has great things. God has something set aside for you. He's got a great power that is to be revealed unto you, into your life. He wants to impart it unto you. And so, Father, we just thank you. We, We ask for this impartation. We ask for this revelation. We ask for this consecration, Father. We ask that uh, it be your might and it be your power, it be your kingdom come, it be your will be done in our lives, that the strength of Jesus Christ, the glory of the Lamb, that the holy consecration, that holy blessing, Father God, would be released to us. Father, for we're not waiting on the glory of God. The glory of God has already come. The glory of God has already been made manifest, Father 2,000 years ago, Lord, you want to see your children open up your gifts. And so, Father, we open up our mouths, we open up our hearts and our faith, and we say yea and amen to your promises. Father, we receive every need met. We receive the healing and the supply. Father, we receive the revelation. We receive the gift of prophecy. Father God, that you would show us what's ahead of us because the spirit of Christ is the spirit of prophecy and that we have access 
to knowledge of the future, Father. We thank you that all things are possible to them who believe. If thou canst believe, all things are possible to them who believe. And Lord, we thank you that you're the author and the finisher of our faith. And I just pray that you'd nurture the faith of the people, Lord God, that you'd visit them by the Holy Spirit, that the word of God would be made real to them, would be made personable to them, that you'd write it upon their hearts, that you would etch it upon their hearts, Father, and that they would have a personal experience in your word. And we thank you that your word gives us life, Father, and leads us to the glory and the grace that you supplied for us. And we praise you for it as we gather around your throne, Father, and worship you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. chapter 4 verse 2 immediately I was in the spirit and behold a throne set in heaven and one sat on the throne father we come standing before that great white throne the throne that's been established from eternity the throne which is surrounded with transcendent radiance the angels, the seraphim, beauty everywhere, the river of fire that flows from your throne. Oh, we love to stand before your throne, oh God. We love to stand before the throne of God. divine encounter
Jesus in the beauty room. Every eye 